32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. You're listening to 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, joined by Mark Wolf. A massive week in South Africa. It's the 947 Cycle Challenge. They're doing the routes in reverse this year, but a, a big concern is hydration. It's always in a hot race, especially for people who start late. But this year, especially, a heat wave expected in Gauteng. Weather's not been normal, so the guys starting are really going to battle with hydration. Mark, looking at that, with that in mind, what should people be doing in the lead-up to the race to make sure that their hydration levels are tip-top on race day? Well, I think the, the week leading into the race, you've got to make sure that you're hydrating each day. Uh, I would avoid drinking alcohol during race week because it is a diuretic. Uh, it does cause fluid loss. And I would just try to make sure that I hydrate as much as possible each day because you want to make sure that you do get to race day uh, in a completely hydrated state. Now, Mark, race day morning, of course, there's vastly different uh, cycling speeds. Some guys are done before the heat of the day. But for the majority of the people cycling a race like that, they're starting late. They're ending in the heat of the day. What should they be doing? Because a mass participation event like that, you know, it takes time for everyone to start. There's batches. You're, st- you're stuck on the start line. How should people be adjusting so that by the time they start their race, that they make sure also that they sort of in the right shape. But, you know, it's counterproductive because, yes, you need to hydrate, but you also need to sort of make sure that you don't sort of overhydrate and then you need the loo and you don't have that opportunity to go. Well, I think there's a number of things to look at. First of all, I would, uh, I, I mean, I would have my race bottles and my, or hydration bottles um, already stacked on the bike. I would take what I call as a throwaway bottle. And the reason being is I wouldn't want to tap into the hydration required uh, from my bicycle uh, before the race. So I would, I would use a, a throwaway bottle. And in that, I would actually utilize a uh, hypertonic solution. So I'm talking about like a, um, a hydration product. I mean, we do 32G hydrate, but that would be absolutely awesome because it does help pull the fluid through the system a lot quicker. And uh, that would be excellent for hydrating. There are, look, there are toilets uh, before the start on, uh, you know, in the starting pans on the sides and that. Um, I know with pre-race nerves, I mean, the temperatures are slightly cooler. People do run up and down to the toilets all the time. So, yes, not to overdo it beforehand, but small sips uh, frequently is not going to cause an overload of the bladder. And each person will understand what they can or can't consume. But if you're standing out there for hours in the starting pen in the heat of the day, very important is to make sure that you do hydrate prior to the start of the race because you definitely don't want to be starting the race in a ready a slightly dehydrated state. And the other thing to look at is also keeping your calorie intake topped up. You, you want to make sure that you actually are consuming or eating something um, while you're waiting in the starting pen because you don't want your energy levels to drop either. Now, Mark, you talked about that. Now, again, now the race has started. People are on the bike. They've got their two bottles. Yes, there are water stops, but ideally it is nice to carry and trust and know what you've got. Yeah, with something like cycling in a race like that, you generally recommend that your hydration and that your fueling are separate entities? I, I generally recommend that uh, for most events. A lot of people, they try and combine hydration and energy provisioning, which in the form of carbohydrates, they try and provide that in a single solution. Now, the issue with that is is that sometimes your body cannot absorb that amount of fluid. You could be losing a lot more fluid in the form of uh, sweat, depending on the temperatures. 
So you, you might actually land up overdoing it. And at the same time, if the temperatures are slightly cooler and you're relying on carbohydrate intake through a bottle and you're taking in less fluid, well, then you're going to land up with a calorie deficit. So my idea to anybody or my advice to anybody is to actually separate your hydration and your energy requirements completely. Uh, depending on how many bottle holders you've got on a bike or depending on whether you're going to be taking a liquid fuel or you're going to be taking a solid fuel, I always advise have a hydration bottle. It could be plain water or it could be a hypertonic solution like a 32 GR hydrate. That's your hydration go-to that you drink for thirst. As far as the energy intake goes, you need to keep that separately. That can be in the form of chews or gels or bars or whatever you've decided to take with you en route. Or in some cases, if you want a liquid feed, some athletes make what I call a concentrated uh, bottle. In other words, they know exactly how much they need to sip out of that bottle per an hour to get the desired amount of carbohydrate feed per an hour, but they still utilize a separate hydration bottle. And, th- and that's really the way to feed because you're not overcomplicating it. You're keeping it as simple as possible. Your calorie intake, you know how much to take in. You know it should be time or cloth fed. And your hydration will definitely be according to the temperatures that you're experiencing through the day because obviously as it gets late in the day and it gets a lot hotter, you are going to lose much more fluid in the form of sweat. You're also going to have a much higher perceived effort because it does elevate the heart rate, so it can lead to the onset of fatigue. Hydration is very crucial on a very hot day. Mark, also there's also the concern for people often is overhydrating. I don't think on a bike as opposed to run, it's as much of a concern, but the best way to sort of counter that is generally to drink to thirst? Look, each person will know that... Um, roughly how much their bodies can handle um, in the form of fluid as opposed to how much they are losing it because hopefully they've tried this out in training. The only ideal way to really test it out is to weigh yourself before and after a training session and see what your fluid loss actually is under different temperatures and to get an idea. My advice to people is never try and replenish the exact amount of sweat that you've lost. It's impossible. You cannot replenish that amount. If you lose a liter of sweat, there's no way you can take in a liter of fluid and expect that fluid to be absorbed. So, You aim for what we call the 80% replenishment rule. You can try and aim for that. So if you're losing a litre, you're talking about trying to get in about 800 milliliters. And I would say that, you know, don't overdo it. You can feel if your stomach's bloated and there's a lot of fluid or liquid sitting inside there. That's a sure sign that your body is overhydrated because the thing is, is that the fluid's not being absorbed. The only way to get rid of that is to add in some minerals or some salt in order to be able to pull it out. In that case, we've actually just launched an absolutely incredible product to the market, which is called Crampasalt. It is the only electrolyte gel in the market and also has an anti-cramping trigger built into it. A gel like that would actually maximize the fluid absorption. Because of the content of the minerals, specifically the sodium, it will help pull the fluid out of the digestive tracts and really get it into the system. We did a great podcast on the new product, Cramp Assault. I'll put a link up to that. But just touching on that more, I mean, of course, you know, anything can happen on the race day, but generally it comes down to training. Conditions can change things, but people will know sort of hopefully that they're going to ride within their means. However, there is always that chance that you do suffer from something like cramping. So to have a product like that, Mark, not necessarily you're going to use it, but to have that, you know, as a backup could be very, very key for someone. Look, uh, they're so small and convenient to carry. I would definitely take a few of them en route and, and utilize them as I go along. Like I said, if the fluid is not being absorbed through the system um, and you do want to drink only water, this is an absolutely brilliant product to take along with water to maximize that fluid absorption. For those people that don't understand from a technical point of view, 
water on its own does not get absorbed um, as quickly as or as efficiently as water with a, a mineral solution in. So by adding salt to water, you will increase that fluid absorption. And that's the whole reason behind looking at a hypertonic drink to help with fluid absorption because when it gets hotter and you start losing far more fluid in the form of sweat, and obviously also because of the, you know, obviously because of the exercise that you, you're currently doing, what will happen is, is that uh, the fluid loss is a lot greater than the intake of fluid, and you don't want that amount to be too high of a percentage. You want to try and keep it as close to that 80% as possible. It's obviously not always easy to do. I'd rather be slightly dehydrated or dehydrated than overhydrated um, because most athletes do finish races slightly dehydrated. It's easy to get rehydrated just by taking in some fluid post-exercise or, or post the race. Mark, just lastly, a, a question now. So someone's reached a point where maybe they have underhydrated, maybe they've underfueled at the same time, and they hit that sort of proverbial wall. If someone is, finds themselves in that state on race day, what would you recommend the first step would be to sort of be able to get back on the bike, slowly get the energy levels back to be able to finish the race? Well, well hitting the wall is really depletion of glycogen stores. So that, that would be basically calorie, uh, a calorie deficit is too big, and basically you've chewed up your glycogen stores. The only way to really get over that is to start taking in some sort of a glucose mix. Um, can be in the form of a gel um, with, a, with a fluid, but I would say don't overdo it because overdoing is just going to lead to more havoc. There is a time period where the brain and the body start to adjust, and um, obviously you, you start to look at other fuel sources within the body, and uh, and that does take a period of time. I know you feel like you're in a world of hurt, but if you just persist and you get and you, and you keep pushing through it, eventually you'll get a second wind and you'll feel the body's uh, back to sort of strength. As far as um, dehydration goes, it doesn't cause hitting the wall, but it can really lead to feeling absolutely terrible from a completely sort of flat fatigue sort of a state as well. Um, it's a slight, it is a different feeling. Um, when you lose a lot of fluid. I actually experienced this on a training session yesterday uh, because of the heat, and I went out quite late. But, um, it, again, it's, it's a matter of knowing that the body can cope under dehydrated situation, a dehydration situation, and uh, there's no, there absolutely is no need to panic, but you just want to try and consume um, fluid in order to be able to try and get it back into the body. Again, water on its own is not going to do the trick. The idea is to take a hydration solution. So in our case, we would say 32 Hydrate is an absolutely incredible product. It's a tablet. You drop it in the bottle. It pulls the fluid through very, very quickly. If you do prefer drinking water, then I would recommend taking along a Krampus salt with that water bottle and actually having the two together as well because it will help pull that water through the system a lot quicker. Some valuable advice as always. If you are riding, have a fantastic race. If you have more questions for Mark, you can email coach at 32gi.com and also he will be at the expo ahead of the race. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted Sports Nutrition Advisors.